0: Welcome to the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. Oswego Mortgage is Pacific Northwest's VA Home Loan Specialist. For questions or help with your VA home loan, a new home purchase, or refinancing, call 503 697 7214 or go to OswegoMortgage.com. Now, with the owner of Oswego Mortgage, Tom Fitkin, here's your host, Luke Anderson. Welcome to the first edition of the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. My name is Luke Anderson and very happy to be joined by the owner of Oswego Mortgage, Tom Fitkin. Tom, how are you doing this morning?
1: Hey, I'm very good. How about yourself?
0: excited to start the podcast this is gonna be fun right
1: yeah you know this is new new for me and I'm, I'm kind of excited about it something for 2021 to make a little change and bring something different on so I'm looking forward to this
0: well tell me this Tom why did you want to do a podcast what were you hoping to accomplish uh, with this platform that we have I, I think
1: just to continue to brand what we do um, you know we do all types of loans but at the end of the day VA loans working with veterans is what we do and it is 90 plus percent of our clientele here and um i think that is a unique part about our company because uh, most companies don't really have a say a loan they specialize in if you will and that was something that we started gosh come this september 25 years ago
0: wow 25 years so over the course of this podcast, we're going to record one of these once a month throughout the year. We'll hit different topics, get in-depth. So if anybody is listening to this now and you have questions and you want to, just give Oswego Mortgage a call. You can go to oswegomortgage.com and let us know what you'd like to hear on this podcast. So if you're listening to it, we'd love to get your feedback and and you know make this something that, that you, the listener, is, is going to enjoy as well. Um, so, so Tom, let's start with kind of a basic question. I mean, you mentioned the VA loan specialization. What else is it about Oswego Mortgage that you try to do different than your average mortgage lender?
1: You know, that's a it's it's, it's a really good question, and and there is a difference here. And I say that because we're uh, we do things different. A culture here is different. Um, we all work together. It may sound uh, kind of unique, but my loan originators including myself there's a total of four of us right now and this year i think we'll have a, a another one brought on board but we work on all files we don't have uh, individuals working on uh, individual files meaning if if uh, you know steve is is has to be gone for the day and he's got four or five closings going on you know and, and their purchase transit or refis for that matter and you know there's a lot of communication needs to be happening any of us can pick the file up and know exactly where we're at. And, you know, there's the, the structure internally, how I've done things with my employees, how I compensate, um, I think is is unique also. And I, it's very important to me that I'm always being more than fair to my, my people because at the end of the day, they're the ones making me look good.
0: You and I have talked about this before, but I think it's a great story. How did you end up deciding on the VA home loan as your specialty?
1: It was ironically, I had a veteran, the second loan I ever did before starting Oswego Mortgage. It was a different company that I, you know, done my training with and started with before I decided to go out on my own. And it was the second loan I ever did in the business. And and I knew nothing about it and didn't know, oh, wow, zero down. Oh, wow, you can do this, that and things I'd heard about it. So I I grabbed a manual from uh, the owner of the company who I was working for at the time. And i started reading it and it just really intrigued me and i i think one of the biggest things was is i couldn't figure out why you know real estate agents and gosh maybe i shouldn't say this but it is it's the way it is it's a, a stigma that they have and oh gosh why are you going va can't you go fha or conventional and that really bothered me and i didn't understand it at the time and quite frankly you know it was um it was, it was not fair it was incorrect and it was to me kind of kind of Uh, I don't know, I want to be careful on my words, but, you know, I I don't like seeing veterans not getting taken advantage of, and and quite frankly, um, being put at a disadvantage sometimes, you know, and it's gotten better over the years, but it's amazing to me how that stigma still sometimes stands in the way, and it's the best loan out there as far as I'm concerned. I have more issues with my conventional appraisals, say, than I ever do with my VA, and you always hear the opposite, so there's uh, you know, there's reasons. And, and I guess at the end of the day, I, I, I felt that no one really wanted to do them. And why not? I think they're a great loan and these veterans need to be taken care of. And, and that's how it started. When it, <laughs> that's crazy, but it's, it's been neat. back in I'm trying to think, but um, I guess this would be 1996, really.
0: Wow. And, and one of the things about working, if you said, you know, more than 90% of the loans that you work with are VA loans, that means you're working with a lot of veterans. What is it like working with veterans as your primary customer?
1: you know they're solid they're solid people um they're real people uh honest people uh hard working people and i find i find very disciplined and you can see that when you take loan applications on you know um different facets of the file and you can just see that there is a discipline built in these people um, when i say people males or females and and that come out of the of the military and it's a big plus for them because it helps them in their, in their daily lives.
0: And what exactly is the benefits of the VA loan? You mentioned how different it is than a conventional or an FHA and how it has, you know, additional benefits to the, the, the veterans. What is the VA loan structure? Well, there's so many things you can
1: do within a VA loan. Um, gosh, you know, of course, zero down, you can get 4% concession from the seller to pay closing costs, prepaids, being property taxes, homeowners insurance. Uh, let's say you have a veteran who's got five grand left on a car and it's a $400 payment. And part of that concession, let's say we get 4% and that's 10 grand. Well, we could use five of that and pay that vehicle off and get him qualified for that home loan. No loan. You, you can't do any. You can't do things like that with other loans. Um, gosh, uh, when you have a VA loan and the interest rates go down, you know they have such a great program. The interest rate reduction loan. You just take your rate down. There's no income documentation. Uh, all you need to do is have a credit score and a mortgage rating done. No appraisal needed. There's just, um, and I could go on and on on yeah. this right now. Different things that we've put deals together over the years, and it's you know as well as I should say. Types of property, you know, manufactured homes that are a lot of times, you know, good solid homes on acreage that, you know, people desire, Um, condominium complexes, um, duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes, zero down, unheard of any other loan, you know. So there's, again, I could go on and on, but I I guess uh, we'll try to keep this somewhat short (laughs) and, um, uh, you know, save, you know, some other ideas and things for maybe next time. But yeah. yeah, There's there's some really neat things about this loan that you cannot do with other loans.
0: So I would say based on that, it's worth going to an expert if you have any questions. So if somebody has questions about their VA loan and wants to know how it works, it sounds like you've got all the answers because you've been working with the loan for such a long time.
1: I feel we do. I feel we're really good at what we do. And that brings kind of a point up. If you're ever out there and I'm talking to the audience that hopefully is going to start listening to these podcasts, but if you if you're out there and you ever go to a mortgage person and he or she tells you he tries to talk you out of doing a VA loan, you need to you need to understand why that would be. Number one, there's there's a there's a reason now and then that you that you don't. But for the most part, you want to really make sure that you're being given the correct information. And um, you know, I can give examples of maybe sometimes it wouldn't be as a, as advantageous, but I don't I don't think I don't think you want me to go into that
0: right now. <laughs> no, I think that's that's safe. Again, we can save that for another conversation. One of the things you mentioned when you were talking about the Oswego mortgage difference was that everyone in the office works on a file. You all work together as a team. You mentioned it. You still work with conventional loans, with other types of loans. Even if someone's not doing a VA loan, why does it benefit them to work with somebody that you said takes a team approach versus working with an individual um, to get your mortgage set?
1: Well, again, it, the system that we have in place, you know, you hear we get calls every week, gosh, I've been with ABC Mortgage over here for four months, and they haven't closed my loan. You know, and I, we, our system and our relationships with our investors, our lenders that we have, who I've built those relationships for many, many years, and and um we're fortunate on that we get our own underwriter you know depending on each lender that we have we are, i've kind of made that a rule that anyone that we sign up with we're not doing it conventionally not when i say conventionally um, not the loan type but like most lenders out there you just throw the loan in that's next underwriter up and i can't do business that way and i put my foot down years ago and i kind of set the precedence with who we're going to work with because this is how we're going to do business and it's always kind of it interested me how the wholesale and of course being a broker, we're in the wholesale, and that's why you go to a broker to get your best rates, best fees, cheapest, all the way around mortgage, if you will. Um, but it, it, it yeah it amazes me how um, you know different lenders do things different ways, and you know on top of this, um, I think doing this as many years as we've have, um, it's been something. Uh, how do I want to put this? But the staff that's on board here is the integrity levels through the ceiling, and that's real important too when you're going to get a mortgage. Because there's companies out there that don't play that way. And uh, I'm old school. Um, it is harder for me working with the younger generation sometimes. <laughs> when I say harder, trying to keep up with their technology. Sure. You know, um, when I say that, uh, they don't want to come in the office maybe as much or. Even meet you. They they want to do everything on their tablet or their phone or their and and that's that's hard for me a little bit because I do I do really enjoy the 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 face to face and of course COVID hasn't made that too easy. But in a normal market, that part kind of always been a big part of meeting our clients as well. So you got to adjust to each generation and and how things are being done. And uh, my younger guys in the office are definitely helping me out, uh, keeping up with them, trying to make sure I guess I'm I'm hip up to the, uh, the technology that's out there. You're doing, doing a podcast now, Tom, you're hip. <laughs> well, I, oh, there you go. I guess you're right. A podcast is, is one of these things, but which is cool. I'm, I'm kind of getting into um, just listening to other podcasts, just uh, knowing that we were going to start this, but they're interesting. They, they can be sometimes relaxing, you know, when yeah. you, you listen to what people do and what they're doing and, and what, they're tra- what message they're trying to get across.
0: Well, and part of the idea of doing this podcast is to help people get to know you and your philosophy. It's a chance to listen first before they they make the leap, and that is something that the, you know the the younger people are are, are doing. Um, why why is it to you that the relationship part of a transaction is so important?
1: You know, it's 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 the biggest investment usually that we make is, as as uh, we go through life, and it, it again it amazes me that. Um, the younger generation it's not that important to them as far as knowing who they're working with wanting to be able to come in and look you in the eye and shake your hand or if an issue comes up with an appraisal or whatever you're working through a deal with a a couple agents and there's something wrong on the sellers whatever the case may be i'm always one that likes to to do it face to face and and you know it's it's uh it's just interesting to me that that um the way that, you know, I, I guess, for example, when I say this, any any age group, say 40, maybe 45 and up, uh, they still want to come in. They still, you know, they, they want to meet. And and of course, any person that's 60 and older, they demand coming in. <laughs> sure. Like during this COVID time, it, it's been amazing. During COVID, the people that want to come in here and wear their masks. And when I say that, we we're, my, my staff is 70% at home. And you know we've got the uh, loan originators. We've been quarantined basically together since March. We go home, we come back to work. It's kind of like that old cartoon. <laughs> that but it, you know, any, anyway, it's. Um, I got off track there a little bit, but man, it's about it's about the relationship my, is important because
0: you you don't want it to just be. You were saying that you don't want to to have it be just a cold transaction. I think
1: yeah well and it's just it's just adjusting to who you're working with and if that's what they want they want to do it on the phone you can still have good conversation on the phone working through technology through the phone if you will and emails and and that's fine um but i i think that the personal part here at oswego mortgage has always been a a big a big play and you know we weren't able to do our veteran celebration for the first time in several years last year due to COVID, and we're really hoping we can do that again this year come september we uh we usually get a really good group of our clients here at the office and I get some live music and a couple food carts and that's enjoyable. You know, then you get it kind of outside the business arena, but yet you're with your clients and, and that's appreciation all the way around. So I, things like that I'm looking forward to in 2021. And, um, I, again, back to Oswego Mortgage, I'm, i I think the culture here and, and what I've been uh, babbling about here in the last two or three minutes is, is really a big part of what's going on. Yeah.
0: Uh, so you, you've mentioned COVID more, more than once and the, the year that was 2020 was obviously uh, very challenging, uh, whether it was financially or socially or just the way that we do business changed so much. What was 2020 like for Oswego Mortgage and, and how did you manage to, to pivot, to use a very popular new word?
1: Yeah, well, the pivot, that's, that's what we had to do in March. We had to adjust and figure out how we were going to continue to run the company with people at home. You know, So I had to make sure that we abided by the state rules and, and make sure we're and, – and, of course, they adjusted quickly with COVID, making sure that employees could work from home and all that. But we made that adjustment, and um, you know, we had to update some technologies, and we're continuing to do some of those things. But I'll tell you, 2020, for me, more than being super grateful and thankful – for the type of year we had from volume and uh what have you it was it was a banner year but i'll, I'll be honest with you uh, again we're very grateful and thankful for that big time but it was a roller coaster you know you see people hurting and i'm i'm just one that man i i just really care a lot i'm kind of a softie when it comes to seeing people struggling and, and um you know taking phone calls from clients up in mill city and Lyons where their homes burnt to the ground and one of our clients said to me, he said, yeah, I got one of my cars, I had four, I got one of my computers, I had three or four, that's everything else is gone. Yeah. And this was a beautiful, beautiful home. You know, we actually, we actually um, reached out and helped with some groceries from Oswego Mortgage for that family for a little while. And I didn't know what else to do. I didn't want to, you know, it, it's just hard. You know, you take those phone calls and then you get the ones that have lost their jobs yep. or, you know, you know, thank goodness for a lot of these ones that got put on furlough and got brought back. But during that time they were enabled, you know, to, to forego their mortgage and not mess their credit up. And so they could have six to 12 months of, of staying afloat. But it's, I'm telling you, it's a, it, it weighs on you mentally when you see people hurting. And, and so that part was way, that was a, tougher than any year, tougher than any year that, that I've gone through was uh, seeing people, how much they're hurting and, and you know, yeah, you know, the division in this in this country, you know, is so frustrating as well. And I, I'm hoping that that through COVID and through some of this times that we can start coming back together is is what would be really nice to see.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And and from a loan standpoint, interest rate standpoint, uh, there was a lot of relief bills that were out there to help consumers, help stimulate the economy. So some people had extra money to spend. Some people were taking advantage of those low interest rates, Uh, what do do you see as a look ahead into 2021? I mean, COVID is going to be around for at least a big part of the start of the year. Uh, Who knows when it will be good? You hear predictions about the fall, but from a mortgage standpoint, what does it look like, at least in your eyes, uh, moving forward into 2021? Well, I'm, I'm
1: just, I still say this, I'm just absolutely just amazed how the purchase business is just going through the ceiling. It is a frenzy. And it has been for several months, and I think rates will stay down. But I do think they're already starting. So I'm going to say this: this is my belief, this is my feeling. I think we've hit the bottom, and and I, I feel that, I see it, and I've, we've already seen rates rates rate start to on the rise this week. Okay. Um, you know, and I, the administration changing, um, just uh, with unemployment, those figures are going to slowly get better. They're talking about inflationary scares. There's a lot going on that I feel rates are going to go back up. Now, I'm not saying dra- drastically. I'm not saying that we're going to see, you know, 4% or 5% this year. I don't believe that. But I think we'll creep back up over 3 you know, not too, too far down the road. And, and I could be wrong on that. But I, I just – I see it. I kind of feel it coming.
0: Yeah. So there's still good opportunities for people that are looking to purchase a new home or refinance if they haven't already. Um, so I would say, you know, if, if there's any message that you could give to, you know, potential customers, existing customers out there, what would you say, Tom?
1: Oh, I mean, the time is still fantastic. Rates are historically lower than they, I never, lower than I ever thought I would see being in this business, put it that way. So, I mean, the opportunities are there and, you know, we live in a unique state. Um, you know you can you can have your arguments either way i'm not a political guy i'm going to stay out of that i don't enjoy that part but from a standpoint of quality of life uh what we have to offer water um, the beach uh, i just think that we're in a we're in a really good state from a um, real estate standpoint moving forward compared to other states in this country and unfortunately and fortunately for business i guess but unfortunately in a way you know, I, I see the maybe not this year immediately, but I see you know over the next five to ten years, I think we're going to see the population be more in this state. And I don't know. My feeling is you're going to see coastal properties, uh, you know, those those areas become more popular. And I don't know. I, I'm I'm optimistic that I think it's going to be a solid year. I think the economy will kind of drive us and, and have ups and downs. Stock market's going to do weird things throughout the year which will drive rates up and down. So, you know, I don't know. I I, I I'm very optimistic and for anyone out there if you haven't refinanced yet, you know, you should get that done cuz I do believe we're at the bottom. Um, from a purchase standpoint, same thing. You're going to be able to buy more home today than you will say a year or two from now when when I feel rates will be higher and it's just a mathematical equation and lower the payment, the more you qualify for. So I, I I do, I do think opportunity is very good and and just, just be aware though, it's competitive and go out there and, you know, buckle your boots and, and, uh, and just be ready to, to, to get out. It's a process and you need to be, if you're half in it looking, it's going to be hard for you to find a home because it'll be gone before you know it. But if you're on your A game and you're, you're super motivated to make it happen, that's how you have to look at buying a home right now because it is really competitive and, You know, all the little edges, writing little letters, right? why this home is great for your family and you and different things you can do to uh, make yourself more competitive when that offer is put in and and your real estate agents will help you with that.
0: Well, it sounds like you'll help as well. Oswego Mortgage, OswegoMortgage.com. So if you have any questions about the VA home loan, uh, just looking for a a mortgage broker that has a different process maybe than when you worked with, um, go to OswegoMortgage.com. Tom, this has been our first podcast. What do you think? I like it. I think it's kind of cool.
1: I, I I I'm uh I'm kind of determined to maybe be a little more uh, uh, not organized, but just prepared mentally, I should say. Think about it a little bit before. But but I you know I liked it a lot. I, I think it's, uh, again. It's I think pod, I think they're cool. I think podcasts are cool and whatever uh, you know whatever message that he or she or that entity is trying to get out. I think it's a good way to, to listen and learn and and uh, sometimes find it relaxing.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the first edition of the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. We will have more to come. We will have once a month uh, at, a, at a minimum uh, throughout 2021. And if you have any questions about uh, the VA home loan process, the conventional home loan process, or any other anything else about mortgage, just call Oswego Mortgage or go to oswegomortgage.com. I'm Luke Anderson for Tom Fitkin, our producer, Will Darkins. Uh, everyone have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. For more info or questions about today's topic, your VA home loan, a new home purchase, or refinancing, call 503-697-7214 or go to oswegomortgage.com.